Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Championing the core conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Don't forget, if you ever miss an episode, you can always visit knssradio.com. You'll find a link to podcasts of all our previous episodes there. And make sure you like and share the John Whitmer Show on Facebook. And, of course, follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Those are the best ways to stay informed on all the latest show updates. Well, Joe Biden has been traveling the country touting the, quote, vibrant U.S. economy. (laughs) Obviously, Joe Biden hasn't been to a grocery store lately and taking credit for it. But many economists say it is increasingly likely that the U.S. economy will go into recession in the next few months. And since at least the middle of last year, politicians, economists, and market professionals have been engaged in a great semantic debate over whether the U.S. economy may already be in a recession. Joining us now to answer those questions and discuss the inconvenient truth about Joe Biden's economy is Stephen Moore. He's a best-selling author and the founder of the Club for Growth and a former economic advisor to President Donald Trump. Steve, thank you for joining us. It's a pleasure to have you on the show, my friend. Nice talking with you, brother. Thank you, John. Great to be with you, too. So, uh, Steve, let's get right to it. Uh, According to a general definition of recession, two consecutive quarters of negative gross domestic product, the U.S. entered into a recession in the summer of 2022, but then the U.S. economy grew at an annualized rate of 2.9 in the final quarter of last year. So what does that tell us? Are we, are we not? Well, it's certainly not a recession when it comes to jobs because the jobs are out there and it's not a recession uh, when you look at just overall growth. As you said, you know, we, we've had, uh, you know, decent growth uh, since that recession at the beginning of uh, Biden's presidency. But I think that you've got what I call a cost of living recession, John. Yeah. yeah. What I mean by that is people can't afford to buy things. <laughs> and so the inflation, uh, which is the, really the big story of the economy over the last two years, is digging really deep into people's pockets. And so you've had, for example, in 2022, uh, inflation was up a little under uh, 7%, but wages were only up about 4%. So people lost about 3% of their real take-home pay. So the bottom line is every month that Biden has been president, workers have gotten poorer, not richer. And we estimate at the Heritage Foundation that that reduction in income in 2022 was like a $3,500 pay cut for people in terms of the inflation outpacing the cost of everything from buying eggs to buying, uh, you know, an airline ticket to buying uh, gas for your car. Yeah, I mean, my wife and I just were talking the other day. We went to the grocery store. It's just the two of us. And it was upwards of $400. And we didn't splurge. This was eggs and (laughs) fruit. And it's not like we were buying Ho-Ho's and Twinkies and Ding Dongs. It was 
just the staples. And, you know, Biden loves to tout all these great numbers, a strong labor market and corporate earnings growth. But according to a recent Gallup poll, inflation remains the second most cited problem in America. So the reality is not matching his rhetoric. Well, um, yeah, I had the same experience. My wife and I went to the grocery store before the uh, before the Super Bowl to get at the chicken wings and, and the dip and the potato chips and all the stuff you need. And we just couldn't believe how much everything costs. And then, you know, I, I had to get a box of Wheaties. So it was like $8. Right. I was like, yeah. what? For a box of Wheaties? I've never seen anything like this. So it is, it is a big problem. And it is uh, in groceries, by the way, are up you know, still very significantly, even as energy costs have come down a little bit. Uh, and so for Donald Trump, I mean, for Joe Biden, that is, <laughs> to be running around the country saying how honky-dory the economy is, is a big mistake because most Americans aren't buying that. You know, it, uh, there's a poll that came out right before the State of the Union address that found 61% of Americans rate the economy as bad, not good, bad. Right. So uh, I don't think Americans are feeling the love. And when Biden goes out there and talks about how great things are, it makes him seem out of touch with, you know, Main Street USA. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. And it, it is an example of how out of touch he is. But again, we're talking about a career politician who's never had a real job. So that's probably part of it. Steve, I don't think most people remember the last time the U.S. was in a recession. If we go into a full blown recession, what would that look like? What, what could people expect? Mm, well, you know, I've lived through a lot of them. <laughs> you know, I've probably lived through 10 recessions in my lifetime going back to the late 70s. And so um, they're, they're all, they all come of different varieties. Like the one that you mentioned that we had at the beginning of 2022 was a very mild recession. Right, yes. Where the economy shrank a little bit, you know, over that two-month period, like 2%. Uh, but then, you you know, the, we all remember what happened in 2008 when the economy just crashed. Right. We saw that very severe recession that lasted you know, over a year and a half. And then, of course, the recession that happened as a result of COVID when we shut down our economy, one of the greatest mistakes in American history. And that, you know, led to a 20% contraction in our economy. So they come in all flavors. I think if, and, and by the way, I'm not here to tell you, I think that a recession is inevitable. I know a lot of economists are saying that, but these are the same people who said that a recession was inevitable at the beginning of this year and it didn't happen. And so uh, I still think, you know, if we could straighten out our fiscal situation in Washington, if we could, you know, pr we, we should be producing more energy and things like that, it'd be very easy to skate around a recession, but I just, I'm not sure Biden has it in him to do it. No, I think you're right. We're we're talking with former Trump economic advisor Stephen Moore. Um, Steve, Biden's economy is hurting folks in other areas. You just alluded to it. To the, you know, not just the price at the pump and the grocery store counter. Consumer price index has gone up, but the price for things like new trucks has also risen exorbitantly, making yeah. it difficult for trucking companies. Uh, you know, I mean, cars and trucks are are above where they were pre-pandemic. Um, even gas. I mean, he Joe Biden loves to claim he's brought down the price of gas. I saw you tweeted out that the price of gas, by the way, I follow you on Twitter. People should follow you. It's at Stephen Moore. Uh, but the price was gas was two fifty nine under Trump. It hit five dollars in the summer and it's still above three bucks, three and a quarter, three forty nine national average. He still it, it doesn't match his rhetoric. No, he says he lowered gas prices, but, you know, you're right. Those numbers that you just cited are correct, that the gas price is actually a dollar a gallon more than it was when Biden became president. And you're right, it went up, went up in some areas to five fifty a gallon back in the summer of 2022. You know, where the gas prices are headed, I don't know. It's always hard to predict what's going to happen with those energy markets. But my frustration, like I worked as a senior economic advisor to Trump. Uh, I worked on his tax cut, which was for the country and, and caused the big prosperity under Trump. But the um, the thing that Trump got right from the beginning when we first started working together in early 2016 during the campaign was, you know, making America energy independent and producing as much energy as, here, as we could here at home. So we weren't dependent on countries like Iran and Saudi Arabia and Russia and other uh, countries that are our enemies. Um, that uh, that you know that we're giving them a geopolitical knife that they could put at our throat, and we did become energy independent under Trump. We we produced way more oil and gas and coal, and it was a great situation. And now you know the Biden is actually 
saying he wants to go to zero on fossil fuel production in the next 10 years, which right. is, uh, you know, what did he say? Oh, we could maybe use oil and gas for 10 more years and then we're done. Well, you know, we get 70% of our energy from fossil fuels, folks. Where are we going to get the rest of it? Right. You know? right. Yeah. I mean, all these electric power vehicles are running off of cold electric, exactly. uh, coal generated oil electricity. I mean, <laughs> yeah. No, I think people are under d- delusion that they think somehow it's magic fuel that makes their their electric battery work, yeah, which, of course, you have to charge that. And the electricity, you know, as with most electricity in America, comes from coal and natural gas. So right. uh, I'm not so sure that that's the, the solution to our, our problems uh, at all. The other thing I really feel strongly about, by the way, is we've got to get back to requiring people to work if they're going to get government benefits, because, yes. you know, we're missing five million workers from the, that who should be and would be working under normal circumstances. But because we so expanded welfare benefits and we didn't require people to work to get the benefits or even show that they were trying to get a job, you've had just a huge number of Americans are making sixty, seventy, eighty thousand dollars a year sitting at home and watching Netflix every day. And that that's been three years of that. Yeah, you're we right. We have to get back to you know, I we all believe in a safety net. If somebody loses their job and I've lost jobs, we want to make sure that people don't go hungry or homeless. But you also have to be willing to help yourself in getting off the couch and getting a job. Um, looking in the short term, obviously the consumer price index uh, has had an annual gain of 6.4%. It was up again a half point in January. The Fed keeps raising rates. Where do you think uh, the economy, if you had to you know, look into your crystal ball, what do you foresee in the next 6 to 12 months? I think just um, kind of slashing the economy, just you know, limping along as it has been. And, you know, that means I don't think we could avoid a recession, um, but where's the growth going to come from? I mean, is Biden going to cut taxes? No. No. Is he going to get the debt under control? I hope so, but I doubt it. Uh, Is he going to deregulate the economy? No. No, he's adding more regulation. So it's hard to see any um, helping hand from Washington right now. Washington is an enemy of growth right now. And the biggest cancer on our economy right now, as I said earlier, is our enormous national debt, which has risen, by the way, by $7 trillion um, in terms of the, over the next 10 years, in terms of the forecast from the Trump you know, baseline to the Biden baseline. And then, yeah, Biden, did you notice in the State of the Union, he said he was reducing the yeah, debt? Yeah, he claims that. How is that possible? <laughs> What a what a claim. I mean, you know, the, no president, I don't care if you're a Republican, Democrat, independent, whatever you are. I mean, Joe Biden has been the most fiscally reckless president we've had in our lifetime. And we've never seen anything like these massive trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars he's spending. So it's uh, that has to come to a stop and it has to come to a stop immediately. And that's why I think there is some hope that Republicans who now run the House with a, six, a slim six uh, seat majority could stop the Biden spending spree, and that would help a lot. Yeah, amen to that, brother. Amen. If folks are interested, if they want to get in touch with you, again, I follow you on Twitter. You have a phenomenal Twitter feed. It's at Stephen Moore and uh, obviously Heritage.org. They also, you've got a fantastic newsletter, right? If they want it, they can subscribe to your newsletter. Oh, yeah, love for people to get that, and it's free. I'm not selling you anything, folks, but it's it's a a free economic uh, newsletter we put out every morning, and we just send it via email. Yeah, and um, you just go to, if you want to sign up for it, and if you like it, we'll send it to you. If you don't like it, you can just unsubscribe. Just go to Steve, uh, go to um, a Committee to Unleash Prosperity website and sign up. And uh, it'll take you about a three or four days to get in the system, and we'll start delivering it to you every day. And Newt Gingrich told me the other day it's the first thing he reads every morning. So, Brother, I appreciate you. It's always a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you again, and keep up the good work, my friend. You too. Take care. Bye. We'll take a quick break, but when we return, Goddard Mayor Hunter Larkin will join us to explain why his city is opposing a star bond project in Park City. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk will be back right after this. Join us at Odyssey as we all do our one thing, together millions of things for our planet. Many great wines now come in boxes, which produce half the overall emissions that bottles do. When we each share our one thing, it becomes a million things for our planet. What's your one thing? 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Plumbing troubles? Call Superior Plumbing, your best choice for parts, plumbing repairs, and licensed certified technicians. Serving Wichita over 50 years for sump pumps, water heaters, showers, tubs, sinks, faucets, water softeners, and more. Let Superior Plumbing take care of you. Online at superiorplumbingict.com and 684-8349. Superior Plumbing will come a-running because we can treat you fair and square. And our name says it all, Superior Odyssey celebrates Black History Month. Black History Month. Black History Month. Yeah. You better learn about it. Coretta Scott King, wife of Dr. Martin Luther King, once said, Hate is too great a burden to bear. It injures the hater more than it injures the hated. Black voices shaped history. For more moments like this, music, and podcasts that matter, go, go to odyssey.com slash Black History Month. Download, download it. Or download the free Odyssey app. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. Save time, trouble, and frustration when you call Mr. Electric. Mr. Electric provides expert receptacle repair, ceiling fan installation, kitchen lighting, electrical panel upgrades, home surge protection, and more. Experience unmatched professional service and safety with upfront pricing, call-ahead scheduling, and 24-7 emergency electrical services. Save the headache with Mr. Electric. Residential or commercial, Mr. Electric has the power to make things better. Call now, 316-361-5200, online at mrelectricwichita.com. We're talking Sean Hannity. Joe Biden is a cognitive wreck. We're talking Dana Lash. We live in a very sensitive society. The Glenn Beck Program, Coast to Coast AM. Talk lives here. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm assuming it's this song because there's a lot of loving going out in Goddard right now. I'm, I'm assuming that's why we have this song. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. You can always listen to us by telling your smart speaker to play KNSS Radio. If you ever miss an episode, just visit knssradio.com. You'll find links to podcasts of all our previous episodes there. And make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook and Truth Social pages. And follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. So Park City says it could sure use another two and a half million visitors a year. <laughs> okay, what city couldn't? The latest Park City development proposal is with a group called Champ Town, and the effort aims to bring in more than $491 million in state of Kansas-issued star bonds. Park City leaders say the project would bring in a large aquarium, apartments, and retail space, and new ball fields. However, an attorney representing the city of Goddard showed up at a recent Park City public forum in protest of the project. Joining us now to explain why Goddard is opposing a Park City star bond project is Goddard Mayor Hunter Larkin. Hunter, thank you for joining us. It's a pleasure having you here in the studio, brother. Of course. Thanks for having me. Uh, I want to talk. I, all, I gave this massive intro. <laughs> And then I want to put it on hold. And then, uh, I, want, and then I want to put a pin in it. Um, let me address the, the elephant in the room first, Hunter. As you know, I used to represent the south part of Goddard in the, in the Kansas House. Yep. I'm familiar with a lot of the folks out there. They seem a little miffed, to say the least, lately, uh, at, at you and the city council right now. So let me, let me just put it, lay it out there. Did you execute, execute a coup in order to oust 
the former mayor and the city administrator of Goddard. Because that's what the Eagle wants everybody to think. <laughs> well, the Eagle wants a lot of people to think a lot of things. That's true. So, that's true. It's the Wichita I, Eagle. you got to take it with a grain of salt. I, I, the, the whole coup d'etat comment is, to be honest with you, pretty laughable. Okay. Uh, we, the city council and I, stood up and we took our government back, pretty much. We got rid of our city administrator because things weren't getting done. And uh, a lot of times, just like with politicians who need term limits, so do bureaucrats. I got no issue with that. Bureaucrats yeah. definitely. And he'd been there going on what, 18, 18 years. Yeah, I 18 so. years. And so Goddard's growing. We need to change. We have infrastructure that is very badly falling apart. We have a frontage road in front of Vermeer that is just crumbling into pieces. We have a library that needs to be repaired. It's been badly, badly neglected. And we have a community center that needs to be repaired. And so things like this are going to get changed now. And this new leadership in Goddard is going to be able to give us that opportunity to fix those things. And and Mayor Zimmerman, he resigned from the council of his own. You, I mean, yes, you guys rem- voted to remove him from being mayor, but he still could have chosen to stay on the council, correct? Uh, I didn't put a gun to his head to tell him to leave. He could have stayed there and uh, and advocated for the things that he wanted to. That was, that was him because he was upset about the direction that uh, the city council was heading, and uh, he chose to quit. Well, I, you know, I served in the legislature that had uh, way too many rhinos and way too many Democrats. I didn't <laughs> resign. I fought yeah. with them. Yeah. And I, I that's what you do. Right. Um, let me ask you this. You mentioned that there were things, the library, the, the street work, things like that weren't getting done. What right. was your reasons for removing the administrator? Was he was he doing well, other things? What, what was your motivation? Why, I, why? I can't really get into that because you're not, you let somebody go, you're not really supposed to talk Personnel. about. Okay. Yeah, it's personnel issues. But I will address the coup d'etat and the Wichita Eagle and all of that. What's really going on in Goddard is we had a former council member, Michael Proctor, he left for his own personal reasons, and he wanted to be mayor. He wanted to run for the House seat, and both of those things never happen. And he is upset with me. He is a political adversary of mine, and he has teamed up with these Democrats in Goddard and actually outside of Goddard. One of them is Kevin McArthur. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. I know Kevin Mc- I mean, this. Okay, so just so you know, I know Kevin. Yeah. Kevin, uh, I mean, he, I think he was Laura Kelly's treasurer. Yes. On her, yeah. yeah, exactly. He purports exactly. to be a Republican, and I remember he was on the the Goddard school board. I yes. don't know if he still is. Nope. He was on the Goddard school board. We sat in a meeting with a doctor, right. Justin Henry, <laughs> and 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 Kevin McCorder. Actually, we, he was talking about funding for schools, yeah. and I brought up Governor Brownback at the time because right. Sam was a governor. And Kevin said, "F Sam Brownback. Oh, He's no. a f mother effer. Oh. Uh, this is and this guy's supposed to be Republican." Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's a rhino, yeah, or a Liz Cheney Republican, however you want. That, that's actually <laughs> insulting to Liz oh, Cheney. No, no, yeah, sorry, that's right. Yeah, that's that's insulting. But I would say, let me let me simplify it to you here, John. What makes Goddard so special is we're small town USA. We have the nuclear family where you have the mother, you have the father, you have the kids, and at the center of everything, there's God. Okay, and these these woke liberal mafioso style people, they want to attack me so they can put their own person on the city council and as mayor and push their liberal pop propaganda, their woke propaganda. Well, Goddard, Goddard's not woke. We're awake. We're awake to the changes that need to happen, and we're going to move forward. So another issue that I've seen is they're trying to recall you. I can tell you I'm familiar with that process because I know a number of people wanted to do that with Brandon Whipple. It is very hard to recall an elected <laughs> official in Kansas. Where do you think that, I mean, where do you see that going? Well, number one, you have to have a real reason to recall, okay? The, the problem that we have today, I think, in politics is misinformation is out everywhere. You have it on social media. And if you don't agree with somebody, they're the devil, right? They're just awful. And I keep on thinking about Ronald Reagan's quote. You, you probably know it. It's the problem with our liberal friends is not that they're ignorant. 
but it's that they know so much that isn't so. <laughs> and, and this is the example of what's going on in Goddard. These, these liberal woke people and these rhino Republicans, they know so much that just isn't so. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not going to give it any attention. I'm going to focus on my job. As mayor, that's why I'm going up to Park City and fighting for the people of Goddard, the three, $3 million in general obligation bonds that we've put into our star bond. That's my job. Well, let's let's do this. Let's take a, We're up on my bottom of the hour break. Let's take a yeah. quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about that star bond issue, yeah. why you guys are fighting it, and why it's creating such an issue. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. We'll be back with Goddard Mayor Hunter Larkin right after this. Get 11% off everything at Menards. Add a pop of color to your home's interior with Pittsburgh Grand Distinction Interior Paint. It's a premium paint and primer in one that provides maximum coverage for long-lasting color and withstands repeated cleaning, scrubbings, and burnishing. Transform your home today with a gallon of flat interior paint for $35.48 after 11% rebate. Good to March 5th, savings are mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. Hi, my name is Angie Lubers. We chose to use Legacy Bank because we were searching for a low interest rate for a home mortgage loan. We just got so lucky because we were put with Jan Weta and Jan is just so personable. It was just overall a good experience. I do like seeing Legacy Bank in the community. I know they're helping schools and churches, other charities. Since we're from Wichita, that just makes us feel good about where our money is at. Legacy Bank, banking for you and all that you do. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. Child care is a calling where you inspire young hearts, play an essential role in the lives of families, and help keep the Kansas economy moving. Kansas needs more child care professionals. Child care is calling. Will you answer? Say thank you to child care professionals for everything they do for Kansas children and consider what a career in child care could mean for you. Find help getting started at childcareinkansas.com. Is looking for a new car giving you sticker shock? Rusty Eck Ford is here to help. We're discounting new Fords up to $1,500 off MSRP. Every car, every truck, and every SUV up to $1,500 off MSRP. Plus, save even more with up to $1,500 in available rebates. No games, no gimmicks, and no trading required. For a limited time, get financing as low as 0% APR on select models. Rusty Eck Ford is Wichita's only President's Award winning dealership two years in a row and counting. Come see us for the big discounts you want and the outstanding customer service you deserve. Only at Rusty Eck Ford and RustyEckFord.com. If you don't come see us today, we can't save you any money. Prices plus tax and fees, dealer add-ons extra. 2023 F-150, 23T, 219, MSRP 62905, sale price 61405, up to $1,500 rebate available on new 2023 Ford Edge. 0% APR financing on select new Fords with approved credit for up to 36 months. Payments of $2,778 per thousand finance. Cannot be combined with other offers or advertised specials. Vehicles subject to prior sale. Offers expire at Wednesday. Weather brought to you by Rusty Eck Ford. Keep your radio right here for the latest in severe weather information as we expect activity to roll through during the evening. High winds, heavy rainfall, and some hail possible. Breezy winds and 45 degrees. On Monday, sunshine, diminishing winds, the high reaching 65. I'm KNSS meteorologist Rodney Price. I'm Kathleen Maloney. Toxic waste from the train derailment in East Palestine will be removed to approved facilities within the state of Ohio starting tomorrow. Now the contaminated water, specifically water used to fight the fire, will go to a deep injection well in Vicar, Ohio, three hours away. And the contaminated soil is going to an incinerator in East Liverpool, Ohio, about a half hour from here. Fox's Mike Tobin in East Palestine. As the invasion of Ukraine grinds past the one-year mark, there's concern that China might send lethal aid. We have at this point not seen them take the step of providing weapons to Russia for purposes of the war in Ukraine. We are watching closely. We know they haven't taken it off the table. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan on ABC's This Week. America is listening to Fox News. So you have a smart speaker, tell it to play KNSS Radio. 
live Sunday nights. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. As always, you can listen to us by telling your smart speaker to play KNSS Radio. And if you ever miss an episode, just visit knssradio.com. You'll find links to podcasts of all our previous episodes there. And make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook and through social pages. And find me on Twitter, at John R. Whitmer, to get all the latest updates on the show. With us still is Goddard Mayor Hunter Larkin. So, Hunter, we talked with Elizabeth Patton from Americans for Prosperity in the last hour about star bonds. They're not, they don't have a very good record right now. Um, but uh, Goddard is opposing the star bond planned in Park City, so much so that you, you, the city attorney went up there. Yeah. Um, why? Why is Goddard opposing this plan? Well, first off, I'd like to just put it on record that Goddard isn't opposing their complete star bond i if if park city gets their own star bond with their aquarium and everything and it's wildly successful i'm going to be extremely happy for them i don't want them not to have a star bond i just don't want them to have a star bond that's going to have baseball fields that's going to compete with the city of goddard that's my problem with their star bond proposal and they've gerrymandered the district to where they say that the all fields are not a part of the star bond, but uh, I'm going to show you a picture, John. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to tell you, because Todd LaSala, the attorney for Champtown, the development group, told Park City <laughs> just this last Tuesday that there is, quote, no plan for baseball fields inside the star bond project. Right. I think the key word there is inside. That's, that's exactly right. Well, I'm going to give you this uh, picture here. It's a concept rendering that the city of Goddard okay. got. All right. Now, you tell me for, and, <laughs> and tell the listeners what is the main One, part of this two, project. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten ballparks. That's ten exactly ballparks. right. So this is within the project. That That is within the, the concept renderings that they have. There are ten baseball diamonds for what I'm looking at for the uh, my listening audience here. In fact, you know what I'm going to do? This is public, right? This is public? <laughs> yeah, uh, yes, yes. Okay, we're going to take a picture this. We're going to put it on the John Whitmer Show Facebook page. Well, so, and and they also have hotels that are uh, proposed in that project, which is completely fine. But my concern is that the city of Goddard, before I was even on the council, took out $3 million in general obligation bonds. And the city of Goddard invested in our star bond project. Okay. The people of Goddard are invested in our project as well. And with the state coming in and putting in competing ball fields that are going to steal from ours, that's a real concern. And what's disappointing the most, John, is that we have expressed our concerns to the Department of Commerce and to our lieutenant governor, who's also the secretary of commerce, and they just completely disregard our concerns. They they give us, well, it's a it's a uh, it's outside of the district. It's not a part of the star bond development. To me, those are all excuses. Government is not using common sense right now. And we, the left hand needs to know what the right hand's doing because the people of Goddard are going to get hurt. And that's what I'm most concerned about. Well, I just posted the photo to the John Whitmer Show Facebook page. So if folks want to take a look, they can see it and tell for themselves. Uh, you know, as I'm looking at this, it's, it's rather interesting because I see what they've done in this little section here that the Starbond District, this is just outside of it, but they would benefit from all the infrastructure and everything else that's associated with the plan. But the other thing is that I'm seeing here is if I look at the last page of this proposal, you know, they've got almost 300 rooms in hotels on here. You've got the aquarium. You've got retail anchors, retail stores. I, I mean, my, my kids live up in Park City. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was in the hotel industry for over a decade. I, I don't know if they can a 300 room hotel, 300 rooms worth of hotels. They're going to have a hard time meeting their yeah. occupancy in that. It's a, this is a heck of a development. Well, you're you're getting back into kind of the concerns that Elizabeth Patton talked about earlier, and 
star bonds in general, there's a lot of questions that go on there. And uh, the, but the main concern or the main purpose of star bonds is that you're supposed to attract people from out of state and bring them into state. So your argument of saying, well, is Park City going to have that many people? Well, the, apparently the Department of Commerce seems to think so. And that's not the point I'm trying to argue. I'm just trying to argue that are those ball fields that you just posted on Facebook, are those ball fields going to steal from Goddard? And, and Derby, because Derby and, and did Derby. something similar, yeah. too, not yeah. too long ago. Yeah. And that's my main concern. And it, it's pretty embarrassing to have a Department of Commerce and a lieutenant governor that isn't listening to the concerns of Kansas taxpayers. Well, it's pretty obvious that he wants to do what Laura Kelly did. She yeah. announced that Panasonic deal yeah. during the election uh, to help her win. A, and I think David Tolan is the heir apparent. Yeah. I think he's going to be the next Democrat nominee for governor in four years. Yeah. And I think that's what he's he's going to run on these types of look at all the development that I yeah. did. Well, as yeah. you know, Secretary of Commerce, he's going to say, look at all this. And I was uh, I brought jobs and I brought development. And yeah. so for his perspective, why not give out a bunch of star bonds? And, and I do think if, if I had a choice, if I'm bringing a, a, st- in a ball tournament to South Central Kansas, mm-hmm. and I'm looking at your town or this one, do you have an aquarium? Do you have 300 <laughs> hotel rooms? I mean, I'm probably going to go to Park City. Right. Right. Well, I mean, I, it's really all just, it's pretty disappointing, just the lack of coordination that we've gotten from the state. Um, but that's Star Bonds for you. That's the Department of Commerce. And I've went round and round. But what I'm concerned about the most is the people of Goddard. They've put in $3 million into our star bond project from your local tax base. from our local tax base and those people are going to get hurt if this project in park city steals from us then we're going to be hurt and it's my job and that's why me and my city attorney went up to park city and expressed our concerns well so. hunter i appreciate you uh, for bringing this in uh you know i do have to ask you know, I noticed that you, you announced that you're not running for mayor again. I'm, I doubt that has anything to do with their petition recall. What are your no. future plans? Who knows? Right. <laughs> Boy, so you, you do have some politician in you. you do. That's, that's like what I ask these presidential possible candidates if they run. I ask Mike Pence, are you running for president? Who knows, John? That's the same answer they give. Well, I would say you you, uh, you plan and then God laughs, right? So whatever God has in store, uh, that's what I'm going to be forced in going with. I do plan on running for the state house. That's what I plan on running for. And uh, so after I leave my my seat as mayor at the end of this year, then I'll start campaigning. There has been. I, I think it's likely that that House of Representatives seats is probably going to be open. So oh, I, I would, yeah. That, would, sure. that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Hunter, I appreciate you, brother. Um, if folks want to get in touch with you, what's yeah. the best way for them to get in touch well, with you? Uh, so social media, I have a Facebook page. I like Larkin because everybody likes Larkin, right, John? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> everybody but the people on certain <laughs> Facebook groups on Goddard. Well, and then uh, if they want to contact me directly through my email my my government email is larkin at goddardks.gov i appreciate you brother we'll take a quick break and then i want to hear from you our phone lines are open 316-869-1330 give us a call you're listening to the john whitmer show on 987 and 1330 knss wichita's number one talk we'll be back in just a few minutes I'm attorney Tyler Patterson. A car wreck never happens at a convenient time. If you're hurt in a wreck over the weekend, don't wait for Monday to get the help you need now. Seek medical help right away and then call us. I'm attorney Gary Patterson. At Patterson Legal Group, we're your 24-7 injury attorneys. We are available anytime to get you the help you need, so don't wait for Monday. Call Patterson Legal Group right away and we'll get working on your case immediately. Patterson Legal is the way to go. Call 550 Hi, this is Nola with Volunteer Kansas inviting your business to sign up for the Give Back Kansas Challenge. This eight-week corporate volunteerism competition will motivate your employees, give back to your community, and put you in the running for a $1,000 donation to the charity of your choice. Get the information and register at volunteerkansas.org. We're glad Odyssey serves. 
It's the month of love, and Midwest Kia is here to play matchmaker. You'll fall in love with a simple, transparent, and fast car buying experience that makes Midwest Kia a better way to buy. Find yourself swooning over a brand new 2023 K5 or Sorento, the newly redesigned Kia Sportage, or the revamped 2023 Telluride. Fall head over heels at the largest selection of available new cars in town. And find comfort in Midwest Kia's fair pricing guarantee. Never over sticker. As always, we're in it for the long haul. Strike up a relationship with our great staff and know that you'll be taken care of for years to come with Kia's amazing 10-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain warranty. When you experience our better way to buy, you cannot help but love Midwest Kia. If you are looking for the perfect match, come see us at Midwest Kia or MidwestKia.com. And remember, we want to see you in a Midwest Kia. Warranty is a limited powertrain warranty. See dealer for details. After the funeral, when the cards and flowers have stopped coming, most people around you return to their normal lives. But your grief continues and you feel alone. Often, friends and family want to help you, but they don't know how. That's the reason for GriefShare. GriefShare is a support group that meets weekly. You'll find it to be a warm and caring environment and will come to see your group as an oasis on your long journey through grief. It meets Wednesday nights at 6 o'clock at Life Change Church on East Kellogg behind CarMax. Steve and Ted Mornings. Former Indianapolis daycare director facing multiple charges after being accused of giving melatonin gummies to children without their parents' consent to get them to sleep. Can't do that. Several parents told police their children had problems, including trouble sleeping and developing a rash. Load them full of turkey like at Thanksgiving. I'll put you out. Yeah? <laughs> give, me, give me some turkey and dressing. <laughs> We'll have you under in a, just a few minutes there. Steve and Ted in the morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Sean Hannity. As we speak, China maintains ownership of thousands of acres of farmland, ranch land all across the country. Thousands and thousands of acres. Tells it like it is. That includes, by the way, 300 acres near Grand Forks Air Force Base in North Dakota, 15,000 acres near Laughlin Air Base. Uh, that's in Texas. China also owns land near nuclear sites in Montana. Today, too. If Joe had any courage at all, he would confiscate all of that land. He would do it in the name of national security. On 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. So you have a smart speaker? Tell us to play KNSS Radio. So you have a smart speaker? Tell us to play KNSS Radio. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Want to remind you to stay informed with up-to-the-minute news by downloading the Odyssey app or telling Alexa or Google Home to play KNSS Radio. And make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page and follow me on Twitter, at John R. Whitmer, to get all the latest updates uh, on the show. That I mean, Dave, I thought that was pretty uh, pretty good. I think he handled, you know, the first part yeah. uh, Pretty easily, considering there's a lot. I mean, the Wichita Eagle. If you if you read the Wichita Eagle, they're they're pretty. The Goddard folks are ready to you know run him out of town on a rail. But yeah. there's always two sides. There's to two every sides story. of the story, and he he stepped up and answered your questions. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I thought it was a great interview. Yeah, I, I mean, he's you know it's it's tough. Trust me, I've been there. It's tough being a politician. It's tough yeah. when uh, folks are asking you questions, and and there's especially when like with when I asked him about the personnel decisions, and he really couldn't tell us. Mm-hmm. But that's in, that's in part because these are personnel decisions, right. and you know, there, I'm sure there's more to the story than Diane Leffler at the Eagle has shared. There's more to the story than the you know local media has shared, in part because they don't have all the facts because they can't have right. all the facts. You know, yeah, but I, I'm. I guarantee you this wasn't just, I don't like the city administrator, so I want to fire him. No. I got that impression. Yeah, tonight. it doesn't sound like it at all. But, uh, yeah, props for, for Hunter for coming on and yeah. answering the tough questions. And, and being willing to. Yeah, being willing to. And then talk about, you know, the future plans. And, yeah, I thought it was good. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's, at least he's willing to do that. So many elected officials aren't. They want to, you know, they right. go on vacay or they, they phone it in or, you know, take their break. It's, yeah. you know, what can I say? It's, you heard, uh, of course, uh, our top official 
politician went on vacay again. Laura it, Kelly? No, uh, the President Biden. Oh, Joe. Yes. Did, did, he's, Joe's uh, on vacay? He's on vacation in Delaware. Do we, do, we need, do we need to do another Joe Biden update? We haven't done a Joe Biden <laughs> update in a long time. You know what? It's true. I think, by the way, we've got a new, uh, a new producer working with us. Dave, as I mentioned a few weeks ago, Dave's going to be leaving us, which is very dis- depressing. I, I'm still suicidal over that. Uh, but <laughs> so, okay, so Andrew is going to be our new producer for the show. He's still working with us. Andrew, do we have the Joe Biden theme song that we can play? I think we do. I think this is very appropriate for Joe Biden. It is. I think I think it's it's very appropriate. There it is. Yes. Oh yes. Yes. That's the Joe Biden. It's theme the song. Res- it, it's it is apropos <laughs> for Joe Biden. I think. I, it's very appropriate, isn't yeah, it? I think yes. it works. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, he's on vacation again, John. I, I read this is, uh, what is it, 330 days <laughs> he spent on vacation during his uh, during his term, which Ugh. is about 40% of the time he's been in office. So my first that reaction to that. Stats, oh, but that's yeah. what I read. My, my first reaction to that is that's a good thing for us because if he's not in there, he's not screwing things up. But I don't think he's doing the job anyway. Oh, I, yeah, think, yeah. I think, I think the, that. the staff are. But, I, okay, 40% of the time. Do we pay him? Does he only get? Do we? Do we all have to pay him sixty percent? No, I no. think he gets the full. He, salary. He gets the full salary. Yes. Okay. Here's my my initial gut reaction to that is I remember when Donald Trump would go to Mar-a-Lago, he was still working, but he was going to. I guarantee you, Biden's not working. Yeah. He's is he in Delaware or is he in Delaware? One of, he's in Delaware. Yes. He's probably shredding documents as we speak. <laughs> so, but Joe Biden's. Forty percent of his administration of his first term, he's been on vacation. Right. Where's the press on this? Uh, they're not saying anything. Right. That's my point. Yeah. But when Donald Trump would go golfing, I mean, I remember the press would light him up, and yet he took fewer vacations than many presidents, and certainly fewer than Joe Biden has taken. I've not heard a single member of the press ask Karine Jean Pierre <laughs> about about this. I, you know, the double standard. We know it's there, but here's yet another example where you get this double standard in the media. So you don't think they're going to, uh, you know, it'll be the second story tomorrow morning? Yeah. Okay. It'll be the second Biden story. Biden on vacation again. <laughs> Biden on vacation. Yeah. Maybe on Fox. Okay. Maybe on <laughs> Maybe. Fox. Yeah. Certainly on Hannity. I, Levin will cover it. Right. But no, no, the mainstream media, they're carrying the water. They're not going to talk about that. They're going to talk about the January 6th committee. They're going to talk about yeah. John, Donald Trump getting indicted, which he hasn't been yet. But that's what they're going to talk about. They're yeah. obsessed. They've got Trump derangement syndrome. Even though he's not in the press, surprisingly, for a guy running for president, he's, he's not. He's keeping a low profile. He went to the uh, the, pal- the scene of the Palestine train wreck. Right. Last yeah, I week saw that. He brought McDonald's with him. Yeah, that's yep. right. And and a bunch of you know out of date Trump water. <laughs> but other than that, yeah, you're right. He's kind of stayed out of the news, which is good. I mean, yeah. I don't, you know, if Do- the more Donald Trump stays out of the news, the better his chances of, of winning the nomination are. In my <laughs> that's opinion. Your strategy. That if I were advising him, <laughs> I would say campaign, but stay out. Off Twitter, right? Stay off True Social, and don't say anything stupid. Unfortunately, he can't do any of those. Can't things. do any of it. No, yes. no, no. He's incapable of doing. It. In fact, now here's here's the one thing that's interesting. I did see there's a recent poll that came out, and, and you know we've talked about polls before, and it's so far in advance. It is, yeah. That any poll that comes out now is basically worthless, right? I mean, basically worthless. Mm-hmm. But I did see a poll that came out recently, and you know where I'm at on this. I don't think you and I have talked about where you are on 2024. Yeah, we yet. both did, and we That's both right. we both agree. Yeah. So, so we're. So, but I'm I'm a Ron DeSantis guy. Yeah. I'm a I'm a Ron, and you know I was subbing not too long ago in uh, in South Carolina. That's right. And Nikki Haley country. You're nationwide now. Yeah, yeah she's not uh, popular. <laughs> she's not, right she's not going to win South Carolina. Yeah. Uh, but there's a Republican. This is a, a fi- former President Donald Trump. This is a 2024 Republican primary poll from Fox News. Okay. Now, Fox is pretty pro-Trump, but I think right. they're also pretty pro-Ron DeSantis. Mm-hmm. Uh, Republican primary voters were given a list of 15 announced and potential candidates for the 2024 nomination. Trump tops the list with 45%. In the Fox poll. In the Fox poll, followed by Ron DeSantis at 28, Nikki Haley and Mike Pence at 7, Greg Abbott and Liz Cheney at 2%. Wow. And I don't know why any Republican would vote for Liz Cheney, but... I just don't think that's very accurate uh, nationwide. 
I think you're right. I, I, I would find it hard to believe. See, I, first off, I think Trump's ceiling is in the 30s. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think he gets into the 40s. And I think, I think DeSantis is... So if Trump's in the 30s and DeSantis is at 28, right. that's your real number, in my opinion. Yeah. So outside of DeSantis, do you see anybody else... No. ...coming close to the nomination? No. At this point? No. Okay. No, I think it. it he, I, I, in fact, this came up. I was I was subbing for Pete Mundo in Kansas City last week. Yeah, and right. this came up with a caller. Okay, and he asked about this, and I, I gave him my thoughts on it. it was pretty straightforward, basically, and that is, if it's a two or three person race, Ron DeSantis, Donald Trump, and a third person, mm-hmm. DeSantis can win. Because, again, I think Trump's ceiling is in the 30s, low 30s. Mm-hmm. If it's a four, five, six, eight-person field like it was the last time, Trump can win. Because his ceiling is at 30, but his floor is probably still pretty close. His floor is also in the 28 to 30 range. Interesting. He's going to yeah. get that chunk. Right. And so if he's getting that chunk... Then everybody else takes, you know, Mike Pompeo gets nine. And and I know Wink Hartman, who's a sponsor of our show, loves Mike Pompeo. I mean, if you've listened mm-hmm. to his Hartman Truth Minutes, he is all in on Mike Pompeo. And I like Mike. I would vote for Mike. Right. I could I could see myself supporting Pompeo if he emerged. I just don't I, I think these others are gonna take it depends on how long they stay in, frankly. Yeah. And if we have a big group like that, it usually takes usually takes a while. That's what happened last time, right? It, it, it you know they they dropped out slowly. Exactly, and some of them. The one thing you don't have is you don't have that establishment, um, the legacy candidate, the the Jeb Bush. True. You you don't have anyone don't have who has who has in, the entitled. You know, the, right. the, the who's the heir apparent? Jeb Bush sort of had that. Well, this is my turn, kind of a mm-hmm. well. This time around. The Dems will have that, yeah, because it'll be Kamala who or or Pete, because he's been such a great Secretary of Transportation, <laughs> and she's been such a wonderful Vice President. But they, they'll have that. Right. We don't really have that right now. Uh, even Vice President Pence. See, there's another name, Pence, yep. um, but I don't know if he. I, I think he's probably accurate in that poll. I think Pompeo does better than Pence. So do you think not having that legacy candidate hurts Trump? Because last time I think that it helped him because he could shoot, shoot them all down. Like yes. Insiders on the outsider. Right. Well, he's not an outsider anymore. Right. Yeah. I, and, and really, there's, there aren't any outsiders anymore. I mean, of the names that we're talking about, Nikki Haley, Mike Pence, Ron DeSantis, uh, Greg Abbott. You know, I don't think he's going to run. No, no, uh, no. The, any governors. They're, they're really not any out. They're all career politicians, basically. Um, and, and so many of them came from that administration. It, it's going to be interesting to see. Don't get me wrong. I'll vote for whoever our eventual nominee is because any of them, right. insert name here, it, I, I'd vote for Brandon Whipple before I'd vote for Joe Biden. <laughs> and you know how much I love Mayor Farquhar. Let's save that for a promo. Right there. <laughs> right there. I'd vote for the John Whitmer show. <laughs> I'd vote for Mayor Whipple before I'd vote for Joe Biden. Oh, my God. You will use that against me, won't you? Yes. Uh, listen to the John Whitmer show. He vote for Mayor Whipple. <laughs> Sunday night. I am glad you're leaving now. I am glad you're leaving now. This is a, If you do that to me, I swear I will. Uh, you probably will do that now probably. that I think about it. Yeah. Uh, this has been fun. Join us next uh, next Sunday. We're going to be uh, we're going to be joined by our Attorney General Chris Kobach. Otherwise, have a very good week, fellow deplorables, and carry on. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 